Okay, what were you saying? Well, I just clicked on a thing that was like the year-end 2017 for Pornhub. And it's a lot of uh, big numbers because a lot of people like the porn. But the number two search in 2017 was apparently Rick and Morty. And then the number Where? three was Fidget Spinner. Okay, I was just going to ask. <laughs> and I don't... um. I don't know why either of those things. I think um, I think if something's on your mind, you think, well, may as well just do a search for it. Probably. I, I just like, what, what's it going to be with Rick and Morty? It, it's got to be like something with Summer or the, the lady that Morty's got a crush on. Unless it's just like this really weird power play between Rick and Morty. But Morty's a kid, and so is Summer, and so anything like there is going to get into some really... Like, no one wants to watch Jerry fuck Beth, because that involves Jerry. So this is Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Number six was Hente, which I guess like keep it classy internet. At least that one makes sense. And today we're going to be talking about a really fun topic. The third most searched term was MILF. Lesbian was the first. So I want to I say one thing about MILF. Okay. I, I feel like sometimes people use that word... But they only got the M part. Oh, I get it. <laughs> okay, I was I was concerned with that pause. Wow, one of the the search terms was ebony, which that means like really white, right? Or is that? I no, that's that's the that's the other one. That's the other one. <laughs> it's really black. Let's throw this episode out too. Oh, I mean, I'm just I, I'm more interested, <laughs> worried that I pronounced the fucking word wrong. Is it A or E? It's eh. Eh, Ebony. Ebenezer Scrooge, if, if, if. Oh, there's a fucking joke there. Oh, we don't have to make it, though. <laughs> I feel like that's a challenge, though. I don't even know why I'm still scrolling through this. I don't go to Pornhub. But they keep a lot of really, really big statistics. Like, they, they, I don't know. I, they, they, they know where you're going. Well, I mean, you heard that breakdown of, like, Asian countries, right? And they're all just, like, Googling each other. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, in Korea, they love looking up Vietnamese. Huh. And in Vietnam, they love looking up Chinese. It's weird. Like, they're, they're porn or just, like, yeah. random fact? Oh, interesting. Apparently, the, the most viewed category, the uh, United States, is lesbian. Okay. So that's a... And then Russia looks like it was anal. Not bears? Not bears. Though, though bears were probably involved because... That's a that's a slang term for a muscular gay person. Yeah, so I guess technically it would, huh? Man, we are. I'm gonna close out of this because this is just this isn't going well for us <laughs> either. I thought this would be funny, and I'm just like mostly interested. Like, oh, I guess that's what they like over there. <laughs> Don't you know? How you doing? Oh man, I. Eh. How you doing? Doing okay. I had a long day. Because the roads were bad, so I ended up carpooling with people. And then by the time we all left, the roads were fine. And so it was kind of not worthwhile. I'm practicing. Okay. You got your brother one of those. Is he any better at it? No. Well, at least not yet. He might be by now. Mm. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, you wanted to talk about the X-Files. Uh, now, you're the biggest X-Files fan I know around, that there's right? a Sully and there's a, a, a Mordor and there's um, an episode where there's a, a monster that hides in the light. And I think one of those three things might be wrong. So one of the one of the things any X-Files fan knows is maybe the worst episode ever is about video games. Okay, that's not surprising. It, yeah, most shows have a bad video game episode. Yeah, I remember see it like the CSI all CSI's like all have a really shitty video game episode. Did, did you ever see that Second Life one? Yeah, that was the one I was thinking of, like trying to interrogate this dude in Second Life. Like, well, let's chase him down. And and there's a part where he like one of the guys says, "I'm taking over," while they're sitting at a computer, and he just grabs a game controller and then walks up to a screen that now it's just. Like, the, the problem with video game episodes of these shows is that they're always kind of... They're written by people that don't know what video games are for an audience that doesn't know what video games are. So I don't know why they're trying, 
but then they miss the mark so entirely that it becomes frustrating and everyone laughs at it. I wonder if it's to try to like be like, oh, look at this weird Z factor thing you never thought about, like the CSI episode with furries, where it, it's just like, hey, look at these weird people you probably didn't know existed. They can be weird sometimes, and sometimes they commit the crimes, so we gotta solve the murder. But Yeah, it's a little bit like that, and it's also kind of weird thinking that people who play video games are put into the same labels as group of furries or a group of vampires. Yeah. You have to wonder what, like, old, dumb people write, like, CSI, though, because, I mean, let's face it, those, it's not a great show. I mean, I haven't seen it in fucking, like, a, over a decade now, but it wasn't really great when I was watching it. It was just on. So, I want to read the plot synopsis of this episode. The X-Files one? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> oh, I need my music. How's the X-Files theme go? Um, like, do-do-do-do-do-do, or some shit. There, to put you in the mood. Okay, nailed it. Alright. Creeped out now. Okay, so this episode is called First Person Shooter. Uh, the episode opens with three men fitted with futuristic combat gear and automatic weapons entering the virtual reality game First Person Shooter. Uh, this is this is written strangely. It's on Wikipedia, and I feel like they jump around in like <laughs> what they choose to describe or not. So, in a control room, Ivan and Phoebe, the game's programmers, are monitoring the player's vital signs. Only one of the players makes it to the second level of the violent game, where he encounters a female character in a fetishistic leather outfit. She introduces herself as Maitreya, stating, this is my game, and she then kills the player with a flintlock pistol. Uh, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully visit the headquarters of first-person shooters developers in uh, California, where they meet the lone gunmen who work as consultants for the game. They look at the body of the player, which clearly has a gunshot wound. Ivan claims there's no way a real gun could have been brought into the highly secured building. The agents are shown a video from the game featuring the character, and Mulder believes that that character is the killer. Uh, bu- 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 this is a whole lot of stupid. We're not even that far in. No. Daryl Musashi, a famous computer hacker, arrives at the building and enters the game to kill Matreya. However, the character cuts off Musashi's head and hands with a large medieval sword. So she's got Mulder- a she's got a flintlock pistol, which is what like pirates use, and she's got a medieval sword. Yes. Um, Mulder receives a call from the sheriff's department that a woman similar to the one from the printout has been picked up. The woman is a stripper named Jade Blue Afterglow. <laughs> she tells the agents <laughs> that, she was, <laughs> that she was paid by a medical imaging facility to scan her body. That afterglow Mulder... has come, by the way. Yeah. When a black light. <clears throat> it has to be. Should we Jade Black Light Afterglow? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Mulder and Scully find out that the lone gunmen have become trapped inside first-person shooter, with someone trying to kill them. Oh no. Mulder enters the game where he sees Matreya and follows her. In the real world, Phoebe tearfully admits to Scully that the female warrior was created by her as a sort of estrogenic outlet in a testosterone-fueled environment. I bet she uses those exact words. I think she does. Uh, Matreya was to be contained within Phoebe's personal separate or separate project, but the character found her way into first-person shooter. Scully decides like to Wreck join Mulder Ralph, but in the game. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Scully enters the game, and the two fight Matreya together. Matreya begins to duplicate herself, making the task of killing her more difficult. Finally, Matreya sits atop a virtual tank and aims it at the agents. Where'd she Phoebe get the ad- tank? It just things will materialize when she wants them. So she's Phoebe, like, <laughs> it's it's stupid. Phoebe admits that there is one way to stop the game, but doing so will erase the entire program. Despite protests from Ivan, Phoebe gives Byers the kill command, effectively destroying Matreya along with the game while saving Mulder and Scully. During Mulder's narration, 
we see that in the control room, one of the monitors is still active. There, Ivan sees Maitreya's avatar, but with Scully's face. The end. Okay. So they could have just stopped her from the beginning. All they needed was like a hack. Well, yes. There's, there's, I think, several problems with this episode. Yeah, there's like a baker's dozen problems with this episode. And there's a reason that this tends to end up on the like the worst episodes list if you look up X Files. Ooh. And just to put you in the right frame of mind, this came out in 2000. Oh, nice. Oh, I so, bet it looks like shit too. Then it does. But also, uh, these are some of the like the top video games that came out that year. We have Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, uh, Majora's Mask, Baldur's Gate, uh, Perfect Dark, do do do. Final Fantasy Nine, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Banjo-Tooie, Dino Crisis. Um, I think it was 14 when this episode came out. Persona 2. So just, 13. yeah, if, if our listeners out there will imagine what it was like in the year 2000. And how... Uh, there was a lot more Jinkos. Well, just, I feel like there was also... The idea of just having virtual reality be a thing that two people are working on. Yeah, like that in its own is um would have been I'm trying to think of how to like put this because it's so outlandish, but it's also like like that like Back to the Future thing where you you want to believe in it because it's cool, and so I figure like in a show like X Files, that isn't what's wrong with this picture. It's like you, I feel like that could be part of that world of of aliens and monsters. This is one of my main problems. There's nothing supernatural in this. Well, there's a video game character that's killing people in real life somehow. Yeah, but it's also like they go into this virtual shooting range and the fictional characters have enough like physicality to them that this guy ends up with an actual bullet wound. And as it turns out, it's not like a ghost was doing it. It's like, oh, yeah, the computer's not working right. Mm -hmm. So we unplug it. And then that that literally solves the problem is, well, let's delete the program. Yeah, they could have just fucking unplugged it, couldn't they? Yeah. So that's what's kind of weird. Problem <laughs> fucking solved. I I feel like I feel like they kind of have something here, but the fact that that's how they end it is kind of like, well, we could have done that before any of the other people got killed. Right. You you think like if your program starts killing like one person, you you abort. Especially because the FBI shows out of, up. Yeah, like shit's getting out of, out of control there. It yeah. So I, I feel like they had a story, but they had to make so many concessions on top of the the just bad portrayal of video games, you know, the, those tropes and cliches. Sure. Mm. Ah, this wine makes reading X Files uh, plot summaries so nice. <laughs> um, so are we gonna like what try to like fix this? Then is that the is that the goal? Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to talk about. Like how would how would you write a video game episode of X Files? Um, that's a good question. I don't. I, have, I, I guess I don't mind that it's it's um not a supernatural thing, but there has to be a logical way for there to be some kind of jeopardy of where you get rid of the unplug the fucking modem and it's done, right? So like it has to yeah. be able to like get to the internet and duplicate itself or something, which is probably really cliche, but I don't know how else. Or, or, or you know, if they're virtual reality helmets, it takes over the, the body. Um, I don't know. I think there's kind of two ways to write an X-Files episode. I, I think really what's important in X-Files is the mystery. Uh, excuse me. What's important in X-Files is the mystery. But also, there should be some amount of supernatural or reason to believe that something supernatural could be happening. So the only way to write a video game episode is either like someone is trapped inside of a game or something inside of the game programming is alive. Yeah, you'd have to go with that one. Base things. I I feel like it'd have to be the second one. The trapped in a video game stuff is... um... A trope I generally, I don't mind it, but it has to be done with a certain tone. And I feel like that tone is not in the X-Files. 
Because there's something just kind of inherently goofy about it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I think about, like, Homestuck and that, like, they're in, like, the video game or whatever. And they're, like, really cool with that because that's the game is being in the game. Um, versus, like, oh, I'm so terrified I'm trapped in a game. And it would be terrifying being trapped in a game. Like, I would be, I'd die, like, right the fuck away because I'm a out of shape piece of shit. Um. Did you see Jumanji? No. Because that's, that, the fact that it's a video game now is kind of what keeps me out of it. Yeah, I mean, I was never, a, like, a huge fan of the original Jumanji. I liked it well enough, but, yeah, the idea of it, like, jumping mediums to fit with a new generation or whatever, or the new times, it just, I don't know. There's something uh, I don't I don't care about for that. It feels too, like, corporate. Yeah, it really does. <clears throat> So I think the other problem with video game episodes is uh it's just it's the stuff where they don't understand how the video game actually works. Right. And they don't they don't portray it in a way like I you don't have to be super um you know perfect and in a very literal sense like it's still a story so you can have some you know creative liberties. But it's it's stuff like when when CSI they decide to hack faster by having two people use the same keyboard. Oh yeah, and it's like okay, no, that doesn't that can't possibly help at all, no matter what situation they're in. Uh, are there any shows that do video game episodes right? Um, I can think of one. I I want to say like The Big Bang Theory. Is- the writers get video games well enough where if they do an episode, it's at least at least true to the game or true to the spirit of the game. I know they've had one where like Penny got into an MMO game real heavy and, and kind of started, you know, turning into a nerd and, and, and uh, lacking hygiene and all that kind of stuff. And it was, you know, some pretty bottom of the barrel jokes, but the, the actual video game talk they would have struck me as pretty realistic as someone who used to play a lot of World of Warcraft. I'm thinking about the World of Warcraft episode of South Park. Oh! Yeah, that's a good one, other than the fact that, like, the way they, they handle PvP doesn't work that way. But, I mean, if it... Not within World of Warcraft, but that's a thing that can happen in video games. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, like, functionally speaking, like, they have these moments where it's like, okay, I can give you the sword... And they're having this dramatic moment, but then he just stands there and it's like, okay, okay, how do I trade again? It's like you have to, you, have, you drag it into the window, the, this window, no, the trade window. I don't. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see it now. Your your answer and, was better than mine. It, well, no, it's not. I, I think it, I think Big Bang Theory is actually another good one that they they do get it because I've seen clips where they're playing like an MMO, and it's like, okay, they don't they don't misunderstand what a game is. Right. Like the shots where someone has a controller and they're. They're practically holding it upside down and just sort of clacking it. And they go, whoa, I just got to Ponzor's. Um, yeah, you're thrashing those noobs. What is with only shows and, and holding controllers wrong? Have you seen those Coca-Cola comics? No. <laughs> uh, Coca-Cola is trying to sponsor some kind of esports thing. Oh, and man. And they've been putting out these comics. And it's like, there's one where there's five people and they're they're like deliberately visually diverse so immediately it kind of looks cringy because it's not that they're diverse it's that they're so over the top how deliberate they got a token black guy and a token asian guy and a token girl you know sure and it's like okay this is gonna be rough and (laughs) there's this great shot of the five of them where they're all sitting at their computers and talking on voice chat but they're looking at each other as if they're in the same room. Oh, no, I have seen this, and it's fucking and like ridiculous. First, yeah, the first guy is like, hey, guys, I think I'm on the objective. And people have been debating for months about what game could you be unsure if you're on an objective or not. Yeah, usually there's like a, a goddamn... Yeah, here yeah, here it is. I, I just found it. Guys, I think I'm on the objective. Nice. Good job, man. Keep it up. We're unstoppable. And then that person's got catty headphones. And the idea of, of like, hey guys, I don't know if I'm playing the game right. I may be earning us points right now. Shouldn't be followed up with, we're unstoppable. This looks like a parody someone would write and draw for uh, DeviantArt. It it sort of does. 
It's it's rough. And so you can tell that was written in a boardroom. Yeah, and you got another one. Is it weird that I'm almost more excited for the new trailers than the actual games? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but enjoy your fucking Diet Coke, Laura. <laughs> Dumb cunt. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what I saw this year? Um, There's a Christmas commercial for Coke that they've had for a couple years now. But they've since discontinued Coke Zero, and they had to like CGI in the new, like they they had to replace Coke Zero with um Coke Zero calories or whatever. Oh, really? And it's weird seeing this commercial that oh I remember this one, except that can didn't exist until a month ago, so I know for a fact they had to go through and tweak it instead of just film a new commercial. Oh man, I'm just looking. Oh, here's another. This one doesn't make any sense. Why it's important to vote? It's like, oh, Coke, you best be careful. This is the most important decision of my lifetime. I need to choose who I'm voting for very carefully. And it's like, vote for MVP. And in what game actually lets you vote for MVP? Because I can't think of any. The game awards that to the whoever has the most points, and then it, and then they're up first, and then that's the MVP. Uh. I, I don't know that that's a huge stretch, but you're not wrong. I've never, ever been, had a game ask me to vote for MVP. I mm, I feel like you're wrong, but I really can't think of an example. There's a fucking lot of these. Holy shit. <laughs> if anybody out there needs a laugh, look up Coke Esports comics. I wonder who they hired to do this. What's weird is how they're consistently wrong. Like, it, it's not like somebody cherry picks, oh, here's this one where they worded it funny. It's like, okay, they got someone that doesn't know what they're talking about, but they have, like, a dictionary to pull from. Like, someone said, here's video game words. Just use these and it'll be fine. Oh, here's a fucking awful one. So, tell us why you, you we should hire you for the job. Now, the dude's <laughs> wearing a hoodie and has a big can headphones around his neck. He's drinking and a Coke. Is he holding a Coke? And he's holding a Coke. Like, during a job interview? During a job interview. He does not look like he's at a job interview. I'm surprised they don't have, like, five o'clock shadow on this homeless-looking piece of shit. He goes, well, I once got player of the match three times in a row with a support character. And it's like, you're hired, and then he takes a drink of his Coke, and he looks like he's so cool. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, why aren't you wearing at least a dress shirt? You're at a job interview. This is this is I didn't know these were like a big thing. This is fucking amazing. When your team doesn't have a healer, it looks like it's up to me. When your team does have a healer, I'm free. Okay, to be fair, I've actually felt that way. <laughs> that one's well, a smidgen accurate. Uh, now you're the problem. So, you know, the broken clock is right twice a day, though. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clock says 12. It's going to hit 12 o'clock two times a day. Only if it's at 12. What do you mean? I don't know how you break your clocks, but I take the arms off. <laughs> Damn it. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, we were talking about something that's not stupid. Well, no, we weren't. We were talking about like the tropes that we. Oh want yeah, to no, we were talking about something that's really avoid. fucking stupid, aren't we? So, in our very serious X Files uh, fan fiction, mm-hmm. um, like what what would make a good story? Because I feel like we have plenty of examples of what makes a bad video game story. So the. I feel like the, the the problem is is how do you create believable tension, and then you need some kind of motive as well, obviously. But um, because I like I just I don't know. You think about like a CSI one where they're chasing him around in Second Life, like we caught you, and it's like he could unplug his computer or or log off, and then you would never see him ever again because well, he it's literally a fucking does. video. That's yeah. how that chase ends. But the fact that it, it, it's so stupid, so it's like you got to avoid shit like that. Um. Uh, how how would you go about doing this? Especially if you need something like spooky. I mean, you could do something like, oh, I, fuck. Like, you know, like the movie The Ring or whatever. It's like you watch the thing and then 
you're going to die in real life. You'd have to do that with, like, a video game. So, like, some weird creepypasta shit where it's like, oh, here's this weird, like, 8-bit sprite game that's going around. And if oh. you, you beat it, you die. And it's really easy to finish. But I, I think you're actually onto something about it being, like, a creepypasta. Hmm. Did, did you listen to that Oni Plays one I recommended? Um, maybe. It's it's pretty funny. But it's also, it's a good creepypasta. <laughs> I, I think I did listen to that. <laughs> Where, like, he, I, uh, he stole a Game Boy, and then he was playing Mario, but then, like, he started to, every time Mario died, like, his fingers would rot off. Okay, I don't think I think I started it and then, then was like I'll have to save this for later. I'm doing something right now, and then I okay. never got back to it. Well, I won't spoil it, but it's I still recommend it. But now I'm thinking, <clears throat> I so I feel like uh, X Files episodes tend to open with something misleading. Okay, so I feel like somebody would uh like the at at the FBI headquarters. Mulder would get a tip that there is a, a ghost that's communicating um, to somebody through their TV. And they go to investigate it, and they can't find anything that makes them feel that it's actually a ghost. But then other suspicious things start happening. And they realize that it's in every house that has a, a game station for 20. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, okay. Okay, so... It- it's got to be some kind of haunted, like, game. And maybe they're, like, investigating or whatever, and they're like, well, it's just some dumb game. But then it, like, it starts installing it. Like, it's basically the game starts following him. So, like, the computer uses at work. It just it gets installed on his computer. Like, then it gets installed on his phone as an app. And then it gets, like, installed on, like, his Roku or some shit. And so all of a sudden, it's like, this game is following him around. It wants him to beat it. And it's a creepy game. Oh man, I just got this mental image of a uh, of like Mulder's boss grabbing his phone and going like you know like Mulder, this is your work phone. You're installing games on this and he's like what are you talking about? I was like it says right here Dark Legacy 8 and Mulder like slaps the phone out of his hand and it lands in the garbage can and then the garbage can like bursts into flames. Yeah, something like that. Like dumb stuff. Is is X-Files always that corny? It can be. Cuz I almost wonder it's mean- like he, he- he smack. He throws the phone on the ground and steps on it, and then like the shards of glass like form the logo to the game. I don't know that that would happen. That might be too much. It it depends because you know what what sometimes happens is like he that's what Mulder sees, and then he does a double take and it's not really there. Okay, so, so we I mean, we like could something have, like that could happen. Yeah, we could we could have a fake out there. So so this would have to like if we're going with the haunted game thing. Someone's got to, like, die early on in the episode, right? Like, like the, the intro scene is, like, someone gets this game and, like, finishes it, and then, like, a monster, like, reaches out of the computer and just rips his face off or some shit, or or whatever, like... The, the, okay, that's the so, Jeopardy, right? <clears throat> okay, this is the, uh... This is the the opening shot before the, the credits. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a teenager playing on his computer, and he has, like, loud grunge music playing... And um and the mom's yelling like you know Travis, uh your your dad's gonna come pick you up in half an hour. Are you ready? And he just like sighs and closes his door, and he sits down at the computer. Um and he he notices an icon on his desktop, and he's like, well, what is that? <clears throat> and he tries to, to delete it, and it doesn't go away. So then he opens it, and it's this new game, and he goes like, huh? And he starts playing it. And then it, it shows downstairs, and the mom's like, Travis, your dad's here. Travis, get down here. And she goes up there, and she opens the door. He's like, Travis, what are you doing? And then he's, like, dead at the computer. Okay, I like this. This is a good way to start an episode of the X-Files. And she goes, nah! And then it starts playing the X-Files theme song. Is he, like, mutilated, or is he just dead? I Well, I think he's just lying there. Uh, in fact, maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's unconscious, and like he's having like a a, like an epileptic fit or something, or like something. Okay. Um. In fact, maybe he's on the floor having a seizure. I don't know. Okay. And so Mulder gets a report that something weird happened, 
and they think that it's a ghost for some stupid reason. Because they're like hicks. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So to investigate, he goes to the hospital and talks to this teenager about uh, what he saw. And so then he starts like poking around the kid's room. He can't find that game on his computer. Um, But then... But maybe like the kid gives him like a name of the game, so he Googles it. And then he finds like like one search result from like ten years ago of like someone talking about this game. But then there's no replies because it's one of those like forum things, which is A, really frustrating and B, would be kind of creepy in this situation. Oh, yeah. It's like, has anyone heard of this game? And then like, there's nothing. We should, what would the name, what would the game be called? Hmm. I almost want to say something like Grimlock. I almost want to call it like a Bible thing, like, like Revelations or... Um, end times. Sure. Ezekiel's Playhouse. Ezekiel's Riddle. Oh, okay, there we go. I like that a lot. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna write that one down and use it somewhere else in my life. <laughs> that actually opens up some stuff, too, if we want, in terms of imagery. Because you throw around biblical imagery, it makes you look like you're smart. And people yeah, find it creepy. That's why I went there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, we could throw some Latin around in this in this episode now. People are like, oh, it's the dead language. Because that's that's the thing is that like when when Scully you know is being skeptical and saying like Mulder blah blah blah, and he says, well, I don't know. Did you know blah 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 about Latin? And she goes, Scully, oh come on. She's just like Scully. You know when you talk about Latin, I just get dry. That. <laughs> Um, so, like, meanwhile, Scully's probably going to be working with the hospital and finds that, um, like, he just, he had a seizure that, uh, you know, sometimes happens, and there's nothing spooky going on. Um, but Mulder keeps investigating, and, uh, he's, he's at, like, the local diner, and he overhears someone talking about how their their son went into a seizure after playing a video game. Okay. And so it's like, okay, something's going on if this is happening more than once in the same town. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, hot potato. You're throwing it to me. You say something smart. I'm okay. out of smart. Something smart. Um, okay. Uh, shit. I, I didn't expect to like like live write something. I I have good ideas sometimes, but usually I'm in the the bathroom taking a shit when they show up. You can't force it. No, and that's the problem. So we have to convince the other character that this might be a thing. Is that the next step? Uh, yeah. So maybe. I don't know if I want her. the other character. This is the girl, right? Yeah. I don't, know who this, I don't know if I want her to get the game or if I want him to get the game. But eventually, some one of them has to encounter the game. Oh, you know what? Okay, she gets the game. Okay. Um, like you said, maybe it like installs on her phone. Yeah. And she sees that and rolls her eyes because, um, it's probably a prank from Mulder. And so, so do we drag goes, this out? She clicks on it, maybe it disappears? Well, maybe she clicks on it and deletes it. And okay. And um, it's kind of a tease that you think, oh no, she's going to get attacked by the game next. Um, But then she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I feel like that's a scene that I would see. Okay. Um, it, and, and this is a side note. X-Files is one of the shows that they don't binge well because they're so formulaic that if you watch four in a row, it's like, okay, I get it. There's a reason why there's a week break between episodes. Yeah, that's that's how they were written because that's how they were originally viewed. So I love this wine. Nice. Yeah, I'm enjoying the brandy. Um, um So maybe, okay, Mulder goes to the local game shop. I can just see him, like, waltzing into a GameStop and being like, Hey, kids, have you heard about Ezekiel's <laughs> Riddle? 
And like well, everyone's just like, fuck off, old man. But then yeah, the guy he, who he works to, at the GameStop. He, he, well, he pulls out his uh, his FBI thing. Mm-hmm. And then the guy gets like really nervous. And, oh, oh. And he in the and then the, the like the GameStop employee is like, oh shit, he knows about the meth ring. And so he's like sweating <laughs> bullets. <laughs> he's like, yeah, Ezekiel's riddle. I, I totally know about that game. And he's like, is it killed anybody? He's like, shit, he knows my meth has killed people. <laughs> he's like, no, I, I think I think you're onto it though. Like he he goes into into a GameStop. And he and he talk he asks for the manager and there's like a teenager and he's like oh, I am the manager and so Mulder like leans over and says all right I'm looking for a game called uh, Ezekiel's Riddle <laughs> what are you talking about it's just <sighs> and he pulls out his badge and says, you know FBI and the guy gets really nervous so then he's like what oh, what 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 and Mulder says well I'm just looking into this weird game um. I heard it's kind of hard to find, you know. Uh, is it, uh, well, let me look. And he look. He looks up in the systems. And nothing comes up. Um, uh, I don't know. And then, like, one of the the customers overhears this, and they're like, "Did you say Ezekiel's riddle?" I said, "Yeah, I did." Uh, that's um, hmm. Like, what what information would someone have? Like oh, I was reading about that on the old. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I mean, you could say something like it was mentioned on like Itchio, which is like where a lot of like really crazy indie games are. And so now the writers look like they've done their homework because they mentioned Itchio or Itch.io. Okay. Um, and also, there's maybe some plausibility there. Like yeah, maybe maybe he so. read about it there. He it wasn't on the site, but someone mentioned it on the site. I don't know if there's like a forum on that place or not. I've never really been there, but. You know, it's mentioned somewhere in a place that you would expect to find it, but it's not there for reasons. Creepy reasons. Oh, no. What if, um, what if this guy knows a collector who's really into, uh, like rare and hard to find games, like disconnected, you know, censored ones and, and this and that, or discontinued. Um, like you, you're, you want to talk to, um, the dungeon master, um, you know, like here is his name's Larry Cardiff. <laughs> um, and so like Mulder goes and finds this game collector and he's just a total shut in and he has a bunch of like ET cartridges stacked up and, um, and Mulder starts asking him about Ezekiel's riddle and the, this guy, uh, is like, angry that he's being bothered but he's also like he's curious because he's heard of that too so if there's a copy out there then he wants it okay so he's like willing to help but it's kind of like a jerk about it i like that he was like well if there's a copy i wanted and then uh the lady's just like i mean i fucking deleted it off my phone i didn't realize (laughs) it was so important and he just gets like really mad he's like girls shouldn't be gamers and then and then she slaps him for being a dick She's just gonna like roll her eyes. Uh, I don't. I don't know these characters at all, so I don't know how they would act no, in I any mean, of these situations. What's, funny, what's really funny is with your like cursory knowledge, you're actually nailing it pretty well. Oh, really? Um, did you ever see that Simpsons episode? Probably. Where Mr. Burns like was an alien because he was like glowing in the middle of the night. Mm. Was it one of the Halloween episodes? No. I don't know. It was <laughs> it was funny because Homer was out in the middle of the woods and he saw an alien. Okay. And it was like this peaceful looking alien thing that just said he wanted to be friends, but it scared Homer. So Homer screamed and then it ran off back into the woods. So Homer said, I saw an alien and the story kind of gets out and it gets to the point where there's a bunch of like UFO seekers show up and then Skuller and Moldy... Oh, okay. No. I keep saying him wrong as a joke, and now Mulder and Scully show up. And, <laughs> and there's, it's just them interacting with Simpsons characters. And there's a part Skuldor where... and Moldy sound like, like 80s uh, cartoon characters that like they would He-Man make villains. into action figures. Yeah, like He-Man characters. 
And and it's just it's so funny because there's a part where they they ask somebody for help and like Barney just like belches in their face or something and just no leads anywhere. And Scully says, uh, "Like this is the worst uh, X file we've we've ever had." And Moeller says, "Well, what about that time we got attacked by that flash eating bacteria?" And she's like, "No, this is much more annoying." <laughs> is that like a reference to an actual episode then? Yeah. Okay. Um, what if, um, should the, should one of these characters get, like, a text message from, like, Ezekiel's riddle, like, some creepy text message, like, I know you're looking for me, and then they, like, can't find, like, there's no phone number associated with it, it's just, like, a bunch of zeros? Yeah. Is that something that would happen? That could totally happen. Because, I mean, if the game is, like, haunted and in, in, in sentient or sapient, like, it, maybe it would try to, you know, if it already installed itself on her, on her phone... Then maybe it installs herself on her phone again, but now she can't delete it. Like it, it, she doesn't have permission. Okay, so the so we had we had the scene where Scully got it on her phone. Yep, and she deleted it. Yep, and she just she thought it was a prank. Mm-hmm. So let's say that like Mulder gets a notification, and it's from the game, and it's been installed on his phone. So he grabs Scully and says, "Look, Ezekiel's riddle showed up." Um, and she says, "Like, yeah, didn't you put that there?" And it's like, and they like have that back and forth about how it appeared on her phone. Okay. And that that triggers something that as soon as she realizes it wasn't him, and that this is a thing that's hard to find and it just appears, then they both get really suspicious about it. I, okay. I feel like she would mention it earlier, but I have a feeling X Files she would just so not mention it at all. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a. It's a writer tool to yeah. just sort of, um, you know, <laughs> brush some things aside. Okay, so I'm on board with this then. So, okay, so now they're suspicious. It's on his phone. Um, I guess the next step, he's got he's to turn it on next. I mean, if they're both look, uh, sitting there looking at his phone, he's looking at this weird icon. No, they take it to the Dungeon Master. Oh, they would they do that, back, wouldn't they? They go back to him and say, hey, you remember that ancient game we're looking for? Um, apparently it's out on iOS. Oh, fuck, okay. He offers to buy that guy's phone for a shitload of money. Because he, he's like, oh, really? So he looks on iOS store, it's not there. So he's like, I want to buy your phone. And so, so let's yeah, say... that would be the first thing out of his mouth. <laughs> well, because he wants to, like, he wants this game, right? So he's like, well, I can't find it. You have a copy. I have money. So what if he buys the phone, Boulder goes and gets another phone, and then it's on his new phone? No, this is what happens. Um, Mulder says, no, you can't buy my phone. It is like an FBI um, X-Files phone. He probably could just sell it. Yeah, but he'll say, um, I mean, well, maybe it's his personal phone. I don't know. But he'll say, uh, um, like, can you can you rip a copy off of my phone and like put it on your computer? Because we're going to have to analyze where this even came from. And then the Dungeon Master is like, I can rip anything. And then he farts. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And he takes the phone and he says, okay, come back tomorrow. Um, And then, like, they come back tomorrow and he's dead. Okay. And then there's a but shitload we- of dick pics on his phone. <laughs> but I, I think I think we should have a scene of him being attacked by this game. Like, he, he should take it and he closes the door on their face. Um, And really, he just wants to play it. Yeah. So... Like, what exactly, what is Ezekiel's riddle? Well, I mean, that's, that's the riddle, isn't it? Let me see. I'm going to look up Ezekiel. Yeah, see so if there's I, any, like, low-hanging... I have, uh, I've actually not read the biblical Ezekiel. I know it's an apocryphal story. You know what so I like? it's kind of like um, a... Have you heard of Ezekiel bread? No. In the Bible, there is a recipe for bread that God refers to as all you need. And so they actually sell Ezekiel 4.9 in grocery stores. Really? Yeah. Um, take also unto thee wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millet and spelt and put them in one vessel. Ezekiel 4.9. Hmm. Because I'm pretty sure Ezekiel is when like there's like at least in the Bible like, like angels show up and they're like these you know like circles made out of fire with eyeballs and it's all it's like kind of really crazy imagery in it. 
So Ezekiel's name means God strengthens. And he was a prophet. Hmm. I thought this was just like a like a, a I didn't think he was a character. I thought this was like a, a chapter. You know? Well the the chapters are named after the person that wrote them. Okay. Like John wrote John three sixteen. Yeah, but I'm I'm big, I've clearly I don't know my Bible very well is, is how this That's is fine. going. Hmm. So the game should be like mist. Okay. Where it's like a it's an, a pretentious mystery. Because <laughs> it's mist. And uh. And so like okay so he he has it on the phone. And you know what? Let's let's go ahead and lean into those tropes of bad TV just for writing's sake. Okay. And he just he sn- he snaps the phone into like a connector, and then the game just appears on the on the screen monitor. Okay. I mean, we could have something where he like goes into his Windows Explorer and is like show hidden icons or whatever, and and, and then he finds it that way. Oh, you know what? They could be a really cheesy like you know up you know uploading to server. We could do a cheesy um, thing like that, and then and then he has it, and it says like you know Ezekiel's role is now ready. Um. Hmm. You know what? So <laughs> I I don't know where to go from this, but the, I feel the like book he of would Ezekiel have it. pronounces judgment on both Israel and surrounding nations. So like the game could come up and be like, "I'm judging you." So maybe like the way it attacks people or kills people is you know has something to do with like. The sins they've committed, or whatever the the wrongs they've done. Do you think it would be? Have we decided what the nature of this book is? In the game, or yeah, the game. Like, is is the game a program that attacks people, or is there like an actual spirit or something like inside the coding? I'm not sure. Like what if it's what if it's like the angels from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where like you tap into it and then like a a pretty like ghost like is there, but then like the face comes out of the screen, and like that's why the kid ended up in the hospital with the seizure is because like he saw like heaven's light or whatever and had like a religious experience. We could go that route, um, maybe. I'll be honest. I'm I wanted, to, to, that, I wanted but... to steer this into some like I have no mouth and I'm a scream shit, but yeah, you know, I, I'm not married to the. I, I like the name Ezekiel's bread, but um, because Ezekiel is a the book itself is a prophecy, but it also just kind of sounds like generic Bible fantasy. It, it, yeah, and so we so got a couple. Things I feel like we, we don't. Yeah, we're not tied down by that. Um, I don't know what, how, what, what should the, what should the dungeon master do once he gets this rare game? Like, what do you think the first thing he would do is? Well, you definitely would, would somehow try to get it on his computer to play it. So I like that. I like that idea. And however he does that, it doesn't really matter. Um, and so the, the, I guess the thing is, it's like, we, do we finally get a glimpse of this game where like he loads it up and like, here it is on his, on his computer. I think we'd have to at this point. And so. You know, depending on how long we want this podcast to go, because we're at 50 minutes now. <laughs> wow, we're having a lot of fun We are. This is X-Files. This is kind of fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> So now I'm like, well, what does this game look like? Because I feel like it should be like some really old school looking like 8 or 16 bit thing. Yeah. Um, I just saw the Babadook, so I'm also thinking it should have like a lot of black and gray to it. Uh, just because like the, the children's, the, the Babadook, the children's book had a lot of, uh, you know, it was... I loved how the book looked. It was so good. The the design something work. about it, like even before it gets to the creepy phrasing, like something about the book was unsettling. Oh yeah, that was some creepy, creepy dude in top hat. Because you know it wasn't a guy; it was some kind of fucking monster. I love the little pop up figure, like of her snapping the dog's neck. Yeah, like it it gets to you. Yeah, and, it, and you know what's going to happen too, because it's it's like in the book, and like the book's already like predicting stuff or saying what happened like it, it's it the way it uh 
lets you you know lets you know that th- this isn't just like foreshadowing. This is real foreshadowing. What so, if the what if the game is something kind of like Papers Please, where you don't actually move around, but you're like you're like navigating some weird like yes or no, will they won't they like pass? Oh, okay, yeah. Now is it asking you is it asking you questions or are you in charge of letting people into heaven? Like what I if it's feel literally like the Papers one, Please? I feel like the second one is um they they both are, have uh, pretty good benefits. Because if it's asking you questions, it can ask like questions specific to you. So it starts out with some weird generic ones. You're like, yeah, sure, sure. And then it's like, here's a really specific thing that you did yesterday. You know, maybe in like flowery language or whatever. So it's not just some like, are you a fat nerd who made a bad joke to Boulder? You know, or whatever. But it was something no, like... You know what it should do? It, it should say... Um, it, sh- it should ask something really generic. Like... Uh, are you, um, or do you think you're a good person? Okay. Yes or no? He clicks on yes. And then it says, um, are you a virgin? And he kind of like laughs to himself and clicks on no. And when he clicks on no, it's like the button doesn't respond. And then the mouse, like the, the cursor goes up to yes. And okay. he's kind of like confused. Um, so he clicks on, he tries clicking on no again and it goes back up. So he clicks on yes. Um, and then the next one is, uh, like, it, like it, it deliberately says, like, uh, you can't lie. Or I was thinking it could ask another question, like, did you try to lie? Oh, there. I like that. <laughs> so did he you clicks try to on, lie? He clicks on no and it won't let him do it. <laughs> and this, yeah. So he has um, to click on yes and it's just like, now, now it says, like, you cannot lie. The uh, um, and then it asks him, "Do you want to know a secret? Yes or no?" <laughs> and he's like, at this point, he's like, "Fucking no!" And it won't let him click on no. And then he's like, he he gets up to like leave, and then the cursor moves over to yes, and he can't look away. And then it clicks yes, and then maybe like we we pan out, and there's like a flash, and then and then Mulder and Scully come in the next day, and he's dead. You know what it is? Um, he it asks him, "Do you want to know a secret?" And he says, oh, "I don't know what this is." And he gets up to leave, and then um, like music starts playing, and the screen starts flashing, like he picked the next thing. And he like turns around in disbelief, and gets scared, and he like steps back and trips on something, and then like his collection like falls on him, and and there's like a heavy like there's like a um like a a suit of um fantasy armor <laughs> just that falls, falls over and, like, and kills him. It, yeah, so it's like they, you know, Mulder and Scully show up the next day to get the phone back, and the ambulance is there and the police, and like, oh yeah, it looks like there was an accident. Um, and they're like investigating, and they find the phone, but it's like it doesn't look like he put it on his computer. It's like that's weird. I thought he would have done that right away. Um, and it it's sort of like I think it's important. And this is my problem with uh, that first-person shooter episode. I think it's important that there's, like, room for doubt. Like, there there shouldn't be traces of something supernatural happening. Okay. Even though you, the viewer, saw it, it's like, there has to be plausible deniability that it's like, oh, it's just a freak accident. Okay. You know? I, I guess I agree with that. Um, part of me is also just, like, the idea of him tripping and killing himself over his fantasy armor is so fucking ridiculous that, like, tonally it maybe doesn't fit, but then it's also the X-Files, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe there's something more to it. Like, there can probably be a better one. So the the point is, is well, that he accidentally dies, or he dies, and it's made to look like an accident. Well, yeah. What if like the suit of armor, like, were to start moving? Yeah, I mean, it, or like he started. What if he was hallucinating? Like he 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 thought he saw like vi- like video game characters coming at him, like you know, kind of pixely demons or something. Sure. I mean, you could even have like, like yes or no question, like, "Are you hallucinating?" And then it, you don't like see him choose the answer, and so that th- then, it, then it's left up to the to viewer interpretation whether like this is real or not. But you know he's in danger regardless. 
so something happens. Yada yada, he he's up, dead. Yeah, I mean, I I would love to keep talking about this, but you're right, it is going long. Well, we can, I mean, you're the one who edits this, so it's really up to you on how how crazy we yeah. want to go. I'm I'm just I'm curious what it's like to actually listen to this. This is a fun conversation to have, but I wonder. Um, yeah, we might do another episode like this sometime though. This is fun. Um, because I feel like we're at like midpoint of the episode, or like like 35 yeah, minutes so in I'm, of like the 45, so we still got like 10 minutes worth of fill. I'm curious what the ending really would be. Like, not that you should write your endings first, but where does it go from here? Well, because I like the idea of the game like starting to stalk the two X Files guys. Like, it's still on his phone; he can't get it off. Um, and so I, I think at a certain point. Do they? I guess the question is: Is do they play it? I wonder if Mulder would just decide to go ahead and do it, and Scully's with him. And what was that first question again? Oh shit! I don't remember. I mean, there was there was one. I was like, "Do you want to know a secret?" Is is like kind of like the, the crux should be, one? Isn't I it? think the question should be different because it's for a different person. Yeah. Okay. So let's say it changes spooky. per person. Um. So it should you should say something like kind of innocuous, and he and he picks yes or whatever. Um, and then it should ask something like, "Are you alone?" And him and Scully look at each other and think that's kind of weird. So he pushes no, and then um. It asks him, like, where his sister is. And he gets kind of upset at that. Take it he's got a dead sister? No. Yes? I don't know. They keep playing with that. Okay. Uh, So, he pushes, he pushes no. Um... But it, at this point, like, it's getting to him. And he's, like, getting, like, visibly upset. So Scully's trying to calm him down. And saying that it's just a dumb game kind of a thing. And he's like, you know, why does it know that about my sister? And it's like, it didn't actually say anything. You, you know, it's just, you're filling in the blanks in your head. And I don't know where to go with this. Well, it should probably somewhat tie into the whole Ezekiel thing. Um... And so, you know, so like the has to do with like punishing the Israelites, or or maybe not punishing. I'm I'm trying to give myself a really quick crash course in this Bible <laughs> it, passage. No, it, it just says, uh, "Do you think you should punish the Israelites?" And they say yes, <laughs> and then the game the game turns off. And like, you win. <laughs> Flashes a thumbs up. <laughs> and it turns off. <laughs> because it looks like it has something to do with repentance. Man, um, you know, I, I'm enjoying this up to now, but endings can be hard. I I feel like they could... I feel like uh, Mulder and Scully could have an emotional talk, but I think there needs to be more of a climax to a story that has, like, death in it. Yeah, there's gotta be... Especially, especially if we end up seeing, like, the suit of armor kill the dude. Like, we definitely have to give it a better ending. So, but I'm not sure how. Oh, okay. What if um, what if Mulder's playing this while Scully is driving, and okay. at some point, uh, the brakes stop working. Okay, and there's I like, like a near there's like a near miss. Like she flies through a, a stop sign. And Mulder's like, what are you doing? And it's like, and she, the brakes aren't working. And then, like, the questions get, like, more invasive. And and more, like, foggy, I maybe guess. The, like, maybe it, the, the car starts the speeding area. up, too. Um, yeah, like, she's just, she's slowly losing control of the car. Yeah. Um. And it, it's stuff like that, and Mulder's, like, reading the questions out loud, and 
and Scully is uh like maybe maybe Mulder answers one of the questions incorrectly and then the car starts speeding up. Okay. So they start sharing that like they have to get the right answer kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Or at least be truthful. Yeah, it's I guess it would be a truth thing. Um <clears throat> Oh, and you know what? It should it should say um, it should ask Mulder, uh, "Do you love her?" And then he doesn't know if he wants to say that out loud or not. And he just pushes yes, or just he pushes on the phone real quick, but you don't see what he actually put. Um, and then the car like like stops. Uh, I and think she's it, like, what was the last people, question? People it, just, sh- it just said uh, you win and or something. Take it, people ship those two. Or he's got a crush have, on her or something. They have a complicated relationship. Okay. But I feel like that would be a cute thing to do. Hmm. I, I, I almost think the um the last question, like, after, like, all these weird invasive questions, it's like, did you learn anything? And he, like, panics and he pushes no, and then the car stops. Oh, that would be good. And I... I feel like they could do that and they're happy the car stopped. But then they could have like an emotional kind of moment where like he's crying about his sister or some stupid thing. Um, Like wherever it goes, you know? Yeah. And like there's kind of like this this like deep breath of it's not really relief, but it's like now they have to process what they just went through. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, and then after the after the game's over, it's like it's not on the phone anymore. Yeah, for sure. I I think we just I, wrote I, an episode of the X Files. Unless you want to keep, I feel like it's a B episode, but I'm, I'm, that's you know, better we, than some. We did it pretty off the cuff. Yeah, but I I think we went places. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this is actually really fucking fun, <laughs> <laughs> especially because you don't watch X Files. So, it was a fun writing exercise for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we did this. Yeah, this is kind of a fun experiment. I hope I hope the listeners enjoyed this one, because, like you said, I have no fucking idea how this is, like, going back <laughs> through it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but... Yeah, this is a fun one. Um, do you want to wrap it up with a quick uh, glad space? Yeah, I'm real glad my coworker brought me two bottles of Chinese brandy for free. Just like came into work and they were on my desk, and I was like, "Fucking a!" And he came up later. He's like, "Did you find them?" And it's like, "Well, yeah, they're like the only thing on my desk right now." <laughs> but yeah, real good brandy. China, China knows how to do brandy. That's cool. Um, how about you? Oh, I got one. So. <laughs> For the first time in seven years, I'm enjoying Skyrim. Hmm. Uh, what? Have, what's your opinion on Skyrim? I've never played it. People seem to like it. Oh, and you never at all. Nope. I don't I, like open world games. I feel like it's um. I feel like it's really overrated, and I feel like there's some like actual game design problems that just. They interrupt the game so much with these little things that I don't understand how people could go through multiple playthroughs of it. Sure. Um, It's just, I don't know, I don't like it. I don't like what they did with the open world format because they don't, they don't give you a world to explore. They give you like walking that straight line for a while until you get to the next village. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing, nothing feels, I don't know. Uh... I, I just don't like Skyrim. I don't know why, because I already have this opinion, but I got the VR version on the PlayStation. And in VR, it's so bad that it's become like a bad movie where you kind of enjoy it. Huh. Like, for, I would imagine it would be better know. in VR because it's like you're swinging your sword and it looks like you're actually you swinging your sword, or is it... I'll I'll upload a video <laughs> on, um, on Facebook so you can see. Okay. But you know how typically in these VR kind of games, like, you'll see your hands or something? Yeah. Um. Instead, you see two PlayStation Move controllers. So it's really out of place with all the, like, heavy fantasy going on. Oh, wow. 
and <laughs> it's like the 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 whole opening has this very long mandatory dialogue scene where you're you're riding on a a wagon and you're going to this little village and someone's talking to you about things that you don't know what they are because they're like and you you look you're you're from the Nordborn uh is like I I'm from Riven Town and it's it doesn't matter. Man, fantasy's so, hard to write with some of that shit, where it's just like, look at all of these but, proper but nouns I can't fu- pronounce. These characters are talking about absolutely nothing, and I'm just sticking my PlayStation controller inside their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and there's a part where you're being executed, so the guard is like, like, you there, you're next, come forward. And so I like raise my hand, and I'm like waving to him. Mm-hmm, and it just makes mm-hmm. it all look so silly. And like... <laughs> The there's there's these really uh good animations where like two characters will lock swords and one of them will like throw them to the ground and finish them off and it's really fluid and then another guard will come running at me and I have my sword there so I'm just sort of like wobbling it and I wobble the sword towards him and he just falls over dead and, like ragdolls and it's nice. very jarring when you look at like these good animations versus what you're doing but I love uh like a third through the tutorial. I teleported through a wall and ended up outside of the geometry of the world. Oh, no. And I couldn't get back in. So I'm, like, walking in virtual reality along the top of the map to get to the end because it won't let me back in. So I have to go there and touch the door that'll teleport me to the next map. (laughs) And instead of walking, you teleport. And if you aim where you want to teleport, like, really far, it'll drain your stamina that much to go there. But if you don't aim it that far, like if you aim a foot in front of you, it doesn't drain your stamina at all. Okay. So if you tap the teleport button as fast as possible, you run faster than you ever could in the game. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's like, I got, how, I got uh, ambushed by wolves. How have they not fixed wolves. any of this shit? I, I got ambushed by wolves and said nope and just like ran to town in a straight line. Like I flew over a river. It's Did so broken, it makes me laugh. It uh, well, uh, I heard in the Fallout VR, you can actually break saves by like leaning your head into the safe and grabbing everything that's inside, and they just lean back out, and you don't need a lockpicking skill. Really? It's just so broken. <laughs> I like that. I feel like that one's okay. So it's a fun experience. Lockpicking safes is annoying in games. Yeah. So if you have a PlayStation VR, um, Skyrim's a lot like a bad movie. Whether you appreciate it or not, that's a good glad space. Like, I think so. I think this is one of our better episodes. I, I really enjoyed this one. Surprisingly, but my opinion is I... cheap. So, <laughs> aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, good night, everybody. I love you, and drink that Chinese brandy. Yeah. Do, 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 do.